Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, non-binaries of all ages, welcome to the show. This show here. If you're here to learn character creation, you've come to the wrong show. This is a cat creation show. It's called How to Make a Literal Cat in Your Favorite RPG. I am one of your hosts. My name's Joel. I am the other one of your hosts. My name is Austin. What's up, Austin? So, uh, I don't know if y'all have heard, but this this week is a lightning round. Correct. We are, we're fast-paced, we're on it, on the money, on the ball, on the whatever you got in the shopping mall, and we're, <laughs> we're gonna go fast. Gotta go faster. Yeah, with that in mind, we are uh, probably just gonna go right ahead and get into what's going on exactly. If this is your first lightning round, we've had two other ones, so this is technically the third. And if you want to go back in time and listen to the other ones first, you have the power to do that because these are stored audio files and you don't actually have to time travel to do that. But if if you're just going to start here, that's fine. I'll, I'll explain real quick. The lightning rounds are where we take a bunch of very small RPGs that we're not sure will fill an entire episode on their own or if we have any other reason to try and do a bunch at once, like... What was it? It was the second lightning round that we did, like, a charity bundle promotion. Yeah, that with, uh, Cat. Yeah, yeah, with Cat. But this one, the theme is mid-size games. So we looked for games that have, that they can, they're sometimes pretty small, but they have rules for advancement and stuff like that. So it's not, they are very short, very small games that you could build an entire campaign off of. Maybe not a long campaign, but a campaign nonetheless. So we're we're really hoping that we can just blow through a bunch of these real quick. That is the name of the game. That is, in fact, the name of the game. My throat is dry, I've been out of it all day, and I'm playing a video game I don't even like right now. So this will be interesting energy I've got to bring to this show today. We have filled the studio with a haunting aura, and <laughs> we're trying to get out as quick as possible. That's the reason for the lightning <laughs> Yeah, and by quick as possible, we me- we do mean that we are going to set a timer for 90 minutes here in a minute, and <laughs> and when we hit the end of that timer, we're done. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no matter where we are, we're halfway through a character, well, guess what? It's coming out of the oven half-baked. Yeah. All your croissants are mush. You get to fill in the other half. It's not our problem anymore. <laughs> it's like a, it's like we handed you a coloring book, but but the page is just like drenched in red paint. <laughs> you can still crayon on top of that. It's okay. But we do have some rules as a show that we have to follow. These will sometimes ra- run counter to the rules that come in the rule books, but that's okay because our goal isn't necessarily to follow the rules. It's to make a cat, and we need to make sure that we stay on track when we do that. So we have come up with eight rules that we need to follow for our benefit and yours. Rule number one of these is we accept no cop-outs. We're making a cat, the exact animal that comes to mind when I say the word. Not some anthropomorphic race, no people turned into cats, no lions, tigers, no aliens, You'll understand why that's relevant later. Or any other cop-out you can imagine. Yeah, I don't even understand why that's relevant yet. (laughs) But we'll get there. 
we're going to move on to rule number two. Uh, we cannot use homebrew rules. Uh, if the rules in the rule book that we're reading don't explicitly allow something to happen, uh, we count it as a rule broken. And if we come across rules as written versus rules as intended, we go with whichever one implies no. Yep. Rule number three, if the game includes stats for a literal cat, those must be used or adapted to the game's character sheet. I have looked loosely at most of these, and I can say with certainty, none of them have a cat enemy sheet or anything like that. Uh, rule number four is the character's class, background, playbook, job, what have you, uh, must exist in the game's core rules or as part of an official expansion. I don't think we're looking at any expansions today. No. But we we cannot homebrew a cat, okay? We get ours from the local market. Uh, homebrew does not exist. Yep. Rule number five, the cat can learn any skill available to its class or what have you, even if it's not something a cat could normally do. They have to be able to be trained to do it per their class, with one notable exception. That's rule six. Uh, rule six is, if a tool would be physically impossible for a literal cat to use, even if comically downsized for them, they can't use it. So we're, we're talking... Boeing 747. <laughs> you know what? I'm gonna say a folding chair. I don't even if a cat, if you even if you gave a cat hands and a human brain, I don't think they'd be able to work out how to use a folding chair. I know some people with human hands and a human brain <laughs> that can't work out how to use a folding chair. So yeah, stuff like that. <laughs> Plenty of other examples, but those are the two I could think of the top of my head. <laughs> Rule number seven is if a character sheet has a section that is meant to be filled out in collaboration with the whole table. We will leave it blank so potential players can make it fit the group they're playing with. This rule is especially important for today, right? Because I believe one of the games we're playing has like a dedicated, like, must-be-filled-out-with-group section, right? A couple of them are in this episode because if we don't do the fill-out-with-a-table section, character creation is done in, like, five minutes. <laughs> gotcha. And then lastly, uh, rule number eight is we have to keep track of every rule that we break. So we'll do that game by game here, which is what I believe we've done in the past. Yeah, that is correct. Though in the past, we've had one Google Doc that we've shoved all of the lightning round character stats onto. And some of these character sheets, first off, exist. And second, are too big for that. So I, I don't know how we're going to work that out this time. But we'll figure it out. With that out of the way, are you ready to begin? I believe so. All right, I am starting the timer. Hey, was it just last episode where we made fun of the idea of the cat bike? I believe so, yeah. Well, funny story. The first game I have on my list here is Kids on Bikes. Incredible. So it looks like we might get to the cat bike right now, actually. Yeah. And just like with the cat gun, we will probably not explain how it works. Absolutely not. That's that's for your own imagination to run wild. <laughs> I, I guess, do you have the PDF, or are you relying on those JPEGs I sent you earlier? I'm just going to rely on the JPEGs. Alright. Good know, luck with that. I, they're readable, you know? No different than looking at a PDF and trying to scroll through endlessly, trying to find out where <laughs> we're at. Yeah, I guess it's not that different. I just hope that I found everything we need. There are a lot of tables in the back of the book, and I did not make a copy of any of those for you. But we'll we'll make do. We'll make do. We'll be all right. So, uh, 
You want to share your screen so I can see the character sheets and all that? Absolutely. Do that, right? Cool. So, like, there's different archetypes in this, and so most of them are based on the character's age. And so we've already decided we're sticking with the kid archetype so that we have a cat that is 13 or younger. Mm -hmm. First things first, in the process overview, when creating a character, you'll move through the following steps, likely in this order. Bold of you to assume we will not follow the book. Uh, step <laughs> one, select a trope from the playbook and take the appropriate character sheet. To streamline character creation, we've created a set of tropes that you can use to start the game to get into character more quickly. These tropes, which fall into ca categories like loner weirdo, stoic professional, or brilliant mathlete, will determine your character's stat dice and streamline some choices for you. Tropes can be found in the playbook, which is available at huntersbooks.com slash downloads dash kids on bikes. Alternatively, you can find the information on these tropes in Appendix E on page 66. Uh, guess which one we're doing. I'm gonna that's say right. We're going. Yeah, that's right. We're going straight to the section of the book that I forgot to make pictures of. <laughs> our uh, our character. Let's see. What do we have that is available for the child? Uh, we have brilliant mathlete, bully, funny sidekick, loner weirdo, popular kid, scouts, or yeah, that's it. I feel like what was it? The sidekick one. The funny sidekick? Funny sidekick. Sounds kind of like a cop-out, because you could just be like, a another one of the characters could be like, yo, what up, I'm Max, this is my cat, and he's <laughs> just in my basket the whole time. <laughs> is that a, a reason not to do it, when we have a 90-minute time limit? <laughs> no, I, that might be a reason to do it, with the time limit. <laughs> Alright. The funny sidekick is either a child or a teen. We're going with kid. Already picked the character sheet and everything. So I don't actually have the character sheet open. That's my my bad. So we want to go with the uh, trope. Funny sidekick, obviously. Possible strengths are easygoing, gross, heroic, protective, skilled at, dot, 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 or treasure hunter. Likely flaws are absent-minded, boastful, clumsy, flippant, neurotic, obnoxious, perverse, picky, reckless, restless, slovenly, or superstitious. I'm assuming there are places where we put those in, and I will get to that in a second. So, yeah, that's step two, actually. Make trope se selections for your character. Age, strengths, flaws, and first name. So, uh, I guess first off, though, we need our stats. That is the next step. Okay. And for the funny sidekick, we have a d20 in charm, which also we get a plus one to as a child. Yep. Our d12 is brawn. Our D10 is Flight, our D8 is Brains, our D6 is Grit, and finally our D4 is Fight. We are not strong. <laughs> we are not what? We are not strong. No. Uh, so, now that we've got those, it gives us a little information on uh, the stats. If you have the book at home, on page 11, there is a brief explanation of what the dice mean. If you've got a D20... You are superb, you are the best around, nothing's ever going to keep you down. And if you're D4, you're terrible. Upon meeting you, people would immediately be able to tell that this is a weakness of yours. You are remarkably bad with this set. <laughs> so, uh, next step, character ages. For some of the trips, you'll also need to pick your character's age. Let's see, cats are, on average, going to live for 12 to 18 years. That's a big range. 
I feel like we should go with a pretty young cat, like three-ish, I want to say. Three? Okay. I like that. Were you thinking younger? Right, we could just do like a straight up kitten. <laughs> no, I think a kitten would be too young. Okay. Like, I like three for our age. Okay. Next step is selecting strengths and flaws, I think. Did I skip anything? No. Good. Mm -hmm. Once you've selected your trope and age, choose from the strengths and flaws associated with your character. Strengths are mechanical advantages that your character will have when playing the game. Flaws are not mechanical, but they'll help you develop your character's personality. Yeah, like, they actually have the strengths listed at, down there. At like, they're in checkboxes. Yes. So we already have quick healing checks as a, as a kid. Uh, how many do we get again? Choose two strengths and two flaws. I, I think I already said that, but I forgot. Anyway, so do we want to be easygoing, gross, heroic, protective, skilled at blank, or treasure hunter? Wait, are they all checked by default? They are checked. And who decided that was a good idea? <laughs> no idea. I'm going to rule out skilled at because then we'd have to make something up. Yeah, true. I, I think easygoing, maybe? Or, yeah, easygoing makes sense for yeah. a sidekick. Yeah, I agree. I also like treasure hunter. This cat, like, goes around and, like, sniffs out. He's like... Yeah, just, you know, it's the type of cat that just randomly brings back, like, a, like whatever it finds in the woods to its owner. Hey, guys, I found this grenade. <laughs> okay, so are those our two strengths? Yeah, easygoing treasure hunter. This cat will go with the flow, whatever that might be, and it will bring you things. <laughs> nice. So make sure everything else is unchecked then, I guess. And on to the next step, flaws. Uh, so we get to choose... It, it recommends absent-minded, boastful, clumsy, flippant, neurotic, obnoxious, perverse, picky, reckless, restless, slovenly, or superstitious. I think reckless could fit. Yeah. Because, you know, easygoing, they probably don't care about much, but and they're also treasure hunting, so like they're like, yeah, I'll just go into this abandoned building, this is fine. Nothing bad will ever happen to me. Yeah, I've got nine lives. What do they expect? <laughs> I, I'm I'm stuck between picky and superstitious. I I was also thinking superstitious because <laughs> it'd be funny to be reckless and also superstitious. Of like, oh man, this building sure does look haunted, but God, there's surely something cool in there, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was thinking more along the lines of like cats have like. Not all cats, probably, but, like, some cats just, like, have rituals that they, like, insist upon others following. Oh, I think that could work, too. Like, their water cannot be stagnant. Like, you gotta get one of those, like, fl wa flowing water things for certain cats. Or they have to have their bowl filled by a certain time of day, otherwise it's everyone's problem. My cat's ritual is the second I get home, he just yells at me until I pick him up. Well, bad things will happen to him or you if you do not pick him up. Sure. Yeah, probably. We can, we can do superstitious in that regard. Okay. And, like, we don't even have to specify what that means because it doesn't ask us to. That's on you guys to figure out. You figure out how to play a superstitious cat. The next section is, like, an optional thing for playing a disabled character. We're not doing that. Next, on to race, ethnicity, gender, and sexuality. We are a three-year-old cat. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Let's let's just say gray, <laughs> gray cat for the race. 
I know we usually go through and pick like an actual cat breed, but no, this one's just gray. Gotcha. I don't know. Do you want this to be a boy cat or a girl cat? Uh, let's do a girl cat. Girl cat. Why not? Sounds good. Sexuality? Question mark. Who knows what cats get up to? This cat's actually ace. Fine by me. <laughs> I mean, she might be. She may have been spayed. Who knows? <laughs> True. We got some responsible pet owners out here. Let's see. I think that's that's it. Like, I feel like we can skip some of the race, ethnicity, gender, and sexuality stuff or not worry about getting too deep into it because we're a cat. Yeah, we, we do be a cat. Also, we've already spent over five minutes on this one character. Um, uh, the next step is done with the whole table. So we don't have a table. I don't know about you. I'm sitting at a table right now. <laughs> yeah, but like, <laughs> you don't have a whole party to put with this cat. So finishing touches. We can skip to page 22 then. Full name. Let's see. We do have one cat that was emailed to us that we didn't get to last episode. What was her name again? We used Tiberius, so we still have Cammy. Cammy's a good name for a girl cat. Yeah. A little Cammy. Yeah. Now, Cammy, the cat that we're naming this after, is not gray, but who cares? It's fine. I, I say that. I, I don't know. Whoever <laughs> sent this cat in is like, no, it can't be. <laughs> I mean, we already made their other cat have the white little socks on its feet. True. So... We we got one of the physical descriptions right, and the other one's name is in an episode. What more could you want? <laughs> Listen, you'll get what you want, but it may not be exactly what you want. <laughs> Next step is motivation. Write down something that strongly motivates you, your character. It might not be the thing that drives all your decisions, but it should certainly drive most of them. I think it could be, like, the motivation is just, like, this cat is really attached to its owner. Yeah, that sounds good. Goes everywhere with, with its owner. Next step is fears. Think about what it is that scares you. And, it, okay, here's my maybe somewhere we could, like, uh, hard code in some of the superstition. Like, if we don't get, if I don't have my kid home by sundown, bad things will happen. Ooh, that's a good one. It's better than what I had, I'll say that. Oh, what did you have? Plastic bags. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that, that was it. I had no other reason. <laughs> <laughs> well, yours is funny. Is the <laughs> yeah, but yours makes a lot of sense. <sighs> You're in control of the character sheet. I will let you make the decision. <laughs> I'll, I'll use yours. Must have my kid back back home before Sunday. Oh my god, I love whoever made this sheet, actually. I don't care about the auto checkboxes. The the text <laughs> resizes to fit the box. Incredible. And I think that's the greatest thing I've ever seen on a form billable PDF. We don't always get that, guys. <laughs> and sometimes Literally we never. do, it's not that good. <laughs> Finally, we have our backpack. The final finishing touch is indicating what you have in your backpack. Literally and figuratively. What items are you never without? Mm. For children or teens, these might literally be be in their backpack. For adults, these might be in the trunk of their car. Ultimately, though, they're wherever uh, would make the most sense to you. What's something that a cat would potentially always want to have on them? A can of tuna, maybe? Maybe. Just could for they the... use... Oh, shit, yeah. Could they use a can of tuna? 
I mean, their owner could open it, but... Yeah, then you'd have to put the can opener in his bag, and... Yeah, um... And I mean, it doesn't have to be literally the cat is carrying this around. It's just the cat has to always, like, have reasonable access to it. Gotcha. Um, put a cat carry. I think maybe, like, a collar with a tag on it, so, like, if found, return to... And maybe the cat doesn't like that, but it's always out with the kid, and the kid uh, feels better having it on there. Fair. Or the parents do, or something. Because then if the kid gets lost with the cat, they know, yeah. they know the address still. <laughs> um, uh, let's see, is there anything else? I can't, I can't, I can't think of... I don't, I don't know, cats don't usually have backpacks on them, like... Yeah, and I mean, we're, we're thinking, like, mostly tangible things here as well, but, like, there are some, like, it, like, it does suggest that, like, potentially intangible things, like... This is mostly just like, what does this say about your character? And I think our bag, our backpack says that our character is a cat. Yeah, it really does. It speaks volumes, having one thing in your backpack. Yep. We have one last thing to do, and that is we have two questions that we have to answer about our character. And I don't know if there's like a second sheet or anything. Uh, No, there's just a notes section, so. All right, we'll have to put it in the notes then. So question one is what do you always do that lightens your friend's moods? Or what do you do that always lightens your friend's moods? Let them pet the cat. Yeah, I guess that works. Let them pet me. And then question two. When does being in the sidekick role frustrate you? When they won't put me down. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Walking through a haunted house, I got my flashlight in one hand, I'm like cradling my cat in the other, like (laughs) just shivering. Cammy's like, put me down, fool. Cat has seen 13 treasures that he could not pick up. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) All right. Well, that's character one out of the way. Incredible. I'm hoping some of the other ones will go faster because we spent 25 minutes on this one. Oh, my God. Well, 24 and a half, but still. It's going to be 25 by the time we get to the next one. What's the next game we're doing? Let's see. What's another one that I vetted? Ghost Lines, I guess. This one is... The character sheet is on the rulebook. Oh, okay. So uh, you can handle that how you want. Uh, I'll probably write it down on the in a doc and then... Sounds good. Yeah, Ghost Lines, if you don't know, is a kind of a side story, if you will, to Blades in the Dark, a spinoff series, where instead of playing as uh, your local neighborhood uh, criminals who go on friendly heists every once in a while you are playing as a rail operator specifically a line bull and your job is to clear ghosts from the trains as they travel between the shattered aisles sorry is this the ghosts on a train yes this is what they use for ghosts on a train it's like it's so on the nose surely (laughs) okay it's basically grim fantasy ghostbusters (laughs) incredible i love like these fall on a train masks too yeah that's your uh that's your uh ghost hunting gear hell yeah i too love look like love to look like a mechanized man made of metal and machine when i'm hunting incorporeal beings well i mean you're usually outside of a train in the middle of the deathlands where there's toxic fog in the air so okay yeah that makes sense (laughs) okay well let's let's get to it yeah 
This one is pretty simple. Character creation is literally a paragraph. Choose a badge and name uh, listed below. Your badge has a name on it chosen from the Registry of the Purified, as tradition demands. So our our options are Brogan, Tyrconnell, Dunville, Comer, Miller, Slain, Strangford, Nevis, Dalmore, Edred, Lomond, Cleland, Aran, Scapa, Kinclaith, Colburn, Pendleton, Strathmill, Haig, Morrison, Pendrin, Danfield, Hellers, Wasmond, Templeton, Victor, Bowman, Pritchard, McKeel, Wathen, Claremont, Rowan, or Booker. The first one that stuck out to me was Nevis. I think that's a cool, cool name. Nevis? I don't remember that one, but I will... Oh, there it is, right next to Strangford. And uh, if we're if we're hoping for the future Ghosts on a Train collab, then I don't think that badge has been taken yet. So. Nice. We'll, we'll show up there. Yeah. Okay, and then you also have a personal name. There's a lot of these. I'm just going to run through them. Call, Adric, uh, Amazon, Andro, Milo, Stev, Ladius, Finn, Wester, Bragan, Vaughn, Martis, Brantz, Cantor, Caro, uh, Moreland, Timoth, Arvis, Clard, Kristoff, Wonk, Orlands. That's, uh, that's, that's the one. Wonk. Wonk. <laughs> I, yeah, I do like the Wonk. <laughs> Spelled with a C, too. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Then let's see. Choose a homeland and two gifts. So the homelands are... I think they're on the character sheet. Yeah. Yeah, here we go. So homeland. Choose two gifts from your homeland below. So do we want to be from Scoblin, Severos, Akros, or Aruvia? Uh, Aruvia looks like it'd lend itself most to like a normal cat. Nimble, attuned, sly, and swift. That's true. So let's see. We get two right off the bat. So I'm I'm partial to uh, Swift. Same. I think Nimble would be good. Yeah, I think so. Plus one Finesse. I don't know what Finesse does in this. Okay, so there's like three moves in total. You have uh, Finesse. When you employ Finesse, basically there's no like hard set like actions that you're required to take. It's just like you're given a situation, you choose how you want to respond to it, and then you'll use your finesse, force, insight, or steal. Insight has like the most rigid like rules for this because it's the investigation move specifically. Mm-hmm. But the other ones, it's just like whatever you can argue what you would use for the situation. Oh, okay. Yeah, they have it over here. Yeah. So we chose our two. Sign points to Force, Finesse, Insight, and Steal. They total plus two, max max plus three, minimum minus one. So every individual stat can have a maximum of plus three and a minimum of negative one. We have to equal two by the end. Gotcha. Okay. Third. Let's see. I feel like Finesse and Insight are most likely going to be our good stats. Just based on, like, not just the uh, the, the two perks that we chose, but also the perks that will be available through progression mm-hmm. from from the Aruvia chart. So I don't know I don't know how much you wanna wanna put in each one, but like I feel like those should be our, our good stats. I agree. Sorry, you said finesse and insight, right? Yep. Do we want like a bad stat? So like steel might be a bad stat for us. Because we're yeah. just a cat. 
we'd have that be yeah like we a, are very small <laughs> yeah i'd say we probably want that as like a minus two right steel minus we can only have steel like as low as minus one. Oh, oh that's right oh yeah max plus three minimum max so yeah minus one for steel but like if we did insight one and then finesse two then we could still even potentially put some in force or we could i don't know we could also bump up our insight yeah and then just have force be zero force would have to be zero right now steals minus one insight plus one finesse plus two that equals plus two yeah and we need to reach three. Oh, do we need to reach three i thought it said we need to reach plus two no it's three uh oh no you're right so it is so yeah it would have to be zero like based on our current stats you were right my bad all good okay do we want to keep that or do we want to mix and match some of these? I don't know. I think it looks good. Yeah, I think it works. Okay. Is that it? Uh, is that <laughs> it? One moment. That's all it says on here. Yeah, creation. yeah, that's it. <laughs> okay. Well, how about that? We don't choose our role on the team uh, in advance. Like, that happens when we are going to face the supernatural. Oh, uh, okay. It's like everyone on the team can only choose one role. But, yeah, we've got... We don't have to choose our, our suit. Basically, that's what the rules are. So, like, the rook would be, you do, you do the damage. You're, you're the bruiser. The spider, you're the trapper. Owl, you get the spirit goggles. You basically are the insight player. And then anchor, you're the tank. Cool stuff. Sounds like it could be a fun game. Yeah. I mean, I, I've been listening to Ghosts on a Train do this for a while. So, it, it seems like a decent game. And that's all there is to it. In incredible we interrupt this podcast for an important news bulletin is it really that important well it's important if you want to you know keep up with the show and us and you know get get all the extra tidbits he's got me there he he does got me there <laughs> so yeah we're uh we're trying out this new thing where we're throwing the announcements in the middle we're trying this out specifically because we didn't want to have to still do this part at the end of the last episode. And by last episode, I mean the one you're listening to right now, because it was the lightning round. <laughs> mm -hmm. This also gives us a chance to kind of, you know, be more on time with our announcements. You know, something special is coming up. Because for us, we live in the past compared to you, you guys. So we have to announce stuff like a month in advance, and sometimes that doesn't always work out. Nah. Austin's never given you an accurate stream schedule. <laughs> and I never will. <laughs> I mean, broken clocks can be right more often the more often you j check them, I guess? Yeah, yeah that's, how, that's how the saying goes. But, yeah. you know, who knows? Maybe I'll get some special guest stuff going on on my streams. But I can I can always announce the next games I'll be playing, because typically I do one at a time. Alright, that sounds good. But first, let's uh let's go over the show before we get to ourselves. Oh, you want to do that first now? Okay. Do we usually do that first? No, we usually do you first, then me, and then the show. Well, I can go first, I guess. And we could mix up that since we're mixing up everything else. Why not? Yeah, screw it. You know, we're 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 just in a big old mixing bowl today. We're baking a cake, and <laughs> this one we don't know how it's going to turn out yet. But we'll, we'll get there. We really don't. <laughs> uh, so, um, I don't know if you've noticed because the none of the lightning round games were anime themed, but 
anime summer season is over. It is officially autumn. Actually, wait, no, this comes out September 6th, so it's still technically summer for a few more days. But then, it'll be autumn. Either way, summer season, anime summer season is over. Yeah. Sad day, but, you know, that means we can move on to, you know, other games in different genres. Yeah, like, uh, I don't know, Parslings. We're doing that next episode, so. Yeah. But also, because the summer season is over, we are back to the point where we can accept guests and game recommendations for literally anything, and it doesn't have to be anime-themed anymore. No, actually, no more anime-themed stuff on the podcast at all. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, we, I mean, we, we give it some time. Yeah, we're taking a break, you know. We'll, we'll come back. But Six in a row really takes it out of you. It really does. There's only so much voiceover work you can do before you get tired, you know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know where I was going with that. <laughs> Me neither. We're, I'm, I, at least, am not a professional voice actor. I don't know if uh, Austin here has got some secrets he's not been telling me. Not unless somebody wants to hire me. You know, if you like the sound of my voice, I mean, you listen to this podcast, so you must in some capacity. Um, yeah, hire me. I'll, I'll, I'll voice over something. You're certainly not listening for my voice. <laughs> it's not true, Joel. I like your voice. I think you got a good voice. Oh, thanks. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so the other thing, uh, just real quick, about the mid-roll section is we're probably going to transition... Not this episode, because we don't have anyone for this week, but, like, we're probably going to start transitioning back into the episode from this mid-roll section with with promo swaps, if anyone is into that. If you are into that, because I know we got a few people who have their own podcasts who listen to the show, some who have been on the show. If y'all want to set up, like, a more consistent promo swap thing, or, you know, like, any kind of promo swap thing at all, or even if, even if you've not been on the show, but... If you want your show advertised on ours to our, what do we even have, 20 listeners? I don't know. Something like that. Yeah. It's very hard to tell. But we can help, you know? Yeah. Help us help you, you know? Yeah. So if you if you want if you want to do that, we should, like, e- email us at literalcatpod at gmail.com, and we can swap each other's promotional audio files. <laughs> slide us the advertisement file your intro whatever you got and we'll make it happen yeah yeah we'll have time for that now but the other thing that you can use that email for is to send us pictures of your cats or recommendations for types of cats we should make on the show or types of games we should put cats into really just about anything as long as it's like you know tangentially related to cats and or the show uh, if you email it to literalcatpod at gmail.com, we would appreciate that. If you've listened to our last couple episodes, you know that someone sent us photos of their cats and their cats' names, and we put them in episodes. Your cat could be on the next episode. Who knows? Probably not the next episode, well, because we... we're we're going to record the next episode in like five minutes. But But on a future episode, we'll say. Yeah, sometime in October, or even November. Spooky month, if you got a spooky cat. If you got spooky games, spooky month is coming up. Mm-hmm. We should actually do a horror game this October. We should. That'd be uh, that'd be fun. Where else can you reach the show at, Joel? We are also on Twitter, Tumblr, YouTube. Um, Is there anywhere else? 
I can't think of another one off the top of my head, at Literal Cat Pod. Mm-hmm. And we also have a group on Pillow Forts, where if you go to, what is it, Pillow Fort, I'm probably not logged in because it never saves my login information even when I ask it to. Ooh. Sites and beta, guys, cut them a little bit of slack. <laughs> but if you're on there, then you already know that. And you know that if you want to look up a group, you go to communities. So it's pillowfort.social slash community slash literal cat pod. And that is how you find our show, on that site at least. Yeah. Hopefully we'll get a little community going on over there. It'd be nice. I, d- I don't know if Pillow Fort's going to take off. I'm just here in case it does. We're trying not to put all of our eggs in a singular basket. Especially not X-shaped ones. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, literal cat pod everywhere else. And then we've got the literal cat pod community on Pillow Fort. Other ways that you can reach out to us. Actually, that's it for reaching out to us. But, like, if you want to tell other people about us, we're not really advertising right now. Like, we don't have money for that. So, we are pretty reliant on word of mouth. And so, if you rate and review the show and or tell a friend, it really makes a difference to us. I can always tell when we get a new listener because there's a sudden spike of 30 downloads at once. Absolutely incredible thing to see. I always think it's an error until I remember that's how many episodes we have. Man, we do have a lot of episodes, huh? We do at this point. Anyway, we also have all of the character sheets, and I know this episode in particular has a lot of them. All of the character sheets from this and previous episodes available if you go to bit.ly slash literal cat pod. We have a, what, a drop box there that you can find. At this point, yes, it's a Dropbox. <laughs> You'll be able to uh, pull all the previous uh, PDFs, or character sheets, rather, and use one of our cats in your game, with hopefully little resistance from your GM. <laughs> hopefully. <laughs> and finally, we have the Patreon. What's that called again? Badger Trove. Yeah, that's right. Not literal cat pod, because we are also publishing other things working out behind the scenes maybe some long-term collaborations we're not sure if those are happening yet but you'll know you'll know when we know or probably long after we know but you get the idea we are making some progress slowly but surely on one to three anime dudes at a truck stop handed me a big sword and asked me to kill god the rpg Mm -hmm. name got longer i didn't realize we added the rpg to that or is that just saying the style of the game. That's so people <laughs> that's so people don't get uh confused about what what that project is. Yeah, that will come out eventually. But yeah, like Joel said, we're still uh making we're still making moves on that. It might be a good patron bonus for playtest copies eventually. That's a good idea. Wow. You can hear more of our good ideas on Patreon. <laughs> or you can Hear more of our good ideas in advance on Patreon. Yeah, that's true, because we do publish episodes early for our $5 patrons, of which we have none right now. You could be the first. Could be the first. Anyway, that's enough about the show. Austin, why don't you tell us about yourself now? Well, you know, I'm a fun-loving guy. I like long walks on the beat. No, I'm kidding. (laughs) (laughs) He is single, though. I, I am single, so ladies, gentlemen, get at me. But no. If you would like to 
share ideas or collaborate on anything, I am available on Twitter and Tumblr. You can follow me on those. You can also follow me on Twitch, where I stream semi-regularly. I recently finished playing Bomb Rush Cyberfunk. I flew through the game. Oh, you're already done? (laughs) Yes, I flew through the game in three days because it was so good. I missed it. I will most likely either play through it again for the story or continue playing to unlock all the characters. There's there's so many to unlock. But I think next up on the list, I will be finishing Fallout New Vegas, which will be happening soon-ish. I will be moving on to some other stuff. I I think I'm going to try to play all of the Resident Evil games on stream, which... All of them? I bought a Humble Bundle that contained 11, 11 or 12 Resident Evil games. Um, like, like even the ones that like have remakes? and. Uh, yeah, I think so. So you're going to play the originals and then the remakes? I don't know if I'll play the originals and then the remakes. It depends on how, how much I like them, you know? But Understandable. Expect that. I'm going to, I'm hoping to shoot uh, the start date for that in October. You know, spooky month makes sense, even though technically the first ones aren't horror specifically, you know. The first Resident Evils are definitely horror games. See, I was talking to my friend who, like, he is all about Resident Evil, and he's like, oh, technically they're not horror games, and I was like, alright, whatever you say, man, they still scare the shit out they of me. They are literally <laughs> called survival horror. <laughs> See, that's what it's I It's on the box. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I, I was like, are you sure? He's like, I'm pretty sure. He's like, I know my stuff. I was like, okay, I didn't want to, you know, I didn't want to call him out, but he listens, so, sorry, guy. <laughs> <laughs> but I think... That is all I've got for now. Joel, what 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 have you got? Where we where can we all find you? So uh the, real quick, you can find me doing basically nothing uh except yeah, no, I'm not really doing anything special personal project wise at the moment. But you can still follow me on Twitter, assu- assuming it's still there. I you know, Twitter is going to be around for another year at least it looks like somehow. As long as there's still a block feature I will continue using the sites. <laughs> Good news. Legally, they can't get rid of that, I don't think. Oh, they can legally get rid of it. It'll just get them kicked off the Apple and Google Play stores <laughs> immediately. <laughs> so if your uh, Twitter app disappears one day, or your X app, if you keep it updated, then you know why. <laughs> but anyway, so long as there's a block button, I will continue to be on Twitter with all of its diminishing returns. I will be on Tumblr with its increasing returns at Denala Lioge. My ass box is open and anonymous asks are on for the moment. If you turn it into a PVP enabled zone, that will probably change, but you know, who knows? People should ask me more questions. You can also ask me questions on Tumblr. I don't know how to answer them. And if you turn it into a PVP zone, I will fight back. Just FYI. (laughs) I do not use the block feature as as much as I believe Joel does, I will fight you. <laughs> I block literally every Twitter blue user. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, same, but you know. I have a plug-in for it. <laughs> oh my god. Wait, can you send me that? <laughs> yeah, sure, I'll send you that later. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but as for the show and announcements, I think, I think that's it, right? Hold on, wait. Almost. 
So I think I said my username on there is Denalioge, but no one knows how to spell that because it's my actual name spelled backwards. So instead, you can just go to jholland.start.page. There you will find links to my socials, my still broken website, my Kofi page, which does work, and in which you can ask me to make 3D models or logos or weird stuff like that for you. Uh, anything else over there? Probably nothing important. Anyway, that's enough <laughs> about that. I we've we've taken up enough of your time. You want to go listen to more lightning round cats get made, so we'll let you get back to that. Have a good rest of the episode. We'll see you later. Let's see. On to the next one. I accidentally closed my drive folder. Uh, whoops. Sorry, I'm back. Let's see. Let's do my game next. Let's do Web of Lies. I was about to say which one. <laughs> Web of Lies. This is a game that I made, by the way. Uh, I don't know if I said that yet. Did I put a table of contents in here? I don't remember. You sure did not. What so, uh, we're going to have to scroll down. It, luckily, I made all of the uh, the things real big, so it's page 12 where we start. Creating a detective. You got the uh, character sheet ready to go? I do. Nice. So, step one for us is we choose our trope. The specific type of mystery game this is made to help players solve is associated... I did not write this sentence well. The specific type of mystery this game is made to help players solve is associated with several reoccurring character concepts. So we've got the master detective, the law degree, the boy detective, the inept in investigator, the partner, the medium, the paranormal investigator, and the squints. I'm going to take a look at some of these skills. So one thing that will help us is if we look for ones that have, what is it, the uh, the Sixth Sense skill set, because that one comes with a thing that allows us to not play as a human. Oh, okay. So let's see. We've got... The Law Degree, The Medium, Paranormal Investigator. I think that's it. I think Paranormal Investigator would be fun. Yeah, I was also looking at that one. <laughs> I mean, it does specifically reference uh, Scooby-Doo in the, the trope list. I was about to say, I do like that you labeled Mystery Inc. a Scooby-Doo. Well, it's all of them. <laughs> yeah, it is. They they are all paranormal investigators. Can we really call them paranormal investigators when they're just people in suits? <laughs> I mean, sometimes it's paranormal. Sometimes it is, and those are the weird episodes. Like, there was that one where they turned Shaggy into a werewolf and made him race. It's true. That plot line never came back. Shaggy did, never did turn back into a werewolf. Nope. I, he won the race. He got the cure. Yeah. <laughs> also, there was the time Shaggy dated an alien. True. Uh, so, so it's not like they never run into the paranormal. Is Aren't aliens paranormal? I Does mean... Does that fit the definition? I mean... Paranormal denoting events or phenomena such as telekinesis or clairvoyance that are beyond the scope of normal scientific understanding. Well, I mean, depending so, on who you ask, aliens... Yeah. I, I think, yeah, they, they fall into it. Anyways, we're off track in an episode where we don't have time. Anyways, <laughs> so <laughs> Scully and Mulder, X-Files, Mystery Incorporated, Scooby-Doo, detectives who investigate every case from the angle of strains and supernatural. The truth is out there. Skill one is Sixth Sense or High-Tech Gadgets. I think you said we want to take Sixth Sense here. Right. 
I'm assuming these all go in level one right here. So trope, first off, is the paranormal investigator. And then we would actually put, I see you've got six cents there. That would go under skill table one. And then uh-huh. skill table two would be, do we want to go experience detective or amateur investigator? Probably amateur investigator. Sounds good. And then skill three is extracurriculars. You can copy paste. It's okay. That yeah, <laughs> that's what I did. I tr- I started typing amateur, and I was like, I have no idea what. The- <laughs> I never took a typing class in high school, so that's fine. Um, my typing skills are not up to snuff. Then let's see. We choose our skills as part two based on the skill types associated with your trope. Choose one skill from each table below. If one of your skill ha- types has two options listed, choose one. We've already done that. This will be the one you use every time your character advances. And then they're color keyed to, like, the specific moves. And I think those are just, like, the default colors in MS Word. (laughs) Gotcha. Works, it works. Like, down at the bottom, I also say this list is far from exhausted, and the skills in each table are meant to be associated with a certain type of role. However, if you see a skill that can be useful for another role, don't be afraid to include it. You're also under no obligation to continue to use only one color. The whole table is open to you every time your character advances. So, obviously, for Sixth Sense, we need to start with Not Quite Human. Yeah, this is a skill, right? So that would go under Level 1, where we start with three skills. And then our next one is Amateur Investigator, which I think was on page 1. No, it wasn't. Right under Sixth Sense. Luckily, all three of ours are back-to-back-to-back. Nice. Wonder if I did that on purpose or something. Probably not. Let's see. Picture perfect memory, detail observation, snoop, human lie detector, cold reading, charming demeanor, level headed pattern recognition, or or in oh, inference. Yeah. I think Snoop. Snoop could be good. I know we're not a dog, but you know, we do a lot of uh sneaking around. Yes. That's a joke for all my Snoop Dog fans. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. Number three. Extracurriculars. You've got Master of Disguise, Athletic, Military Background, Performance Artist, Leadership Skills, a Psychology Minor, Attentive Student, Mathematician, or Crime Buff. Most of these assume that you're playing is something that's at least a little human, but... Gotcha. I think we could go with Crime Buff. I'm not exactly sure what that does, uh, as... But luckily we have a dev here. Um... (laughs) You think I remember? <laughs> I don't know. How long ago did you make this game? It was in 2019. Oh, Because <laughs> when I see Crime Buff, I'm thinking like somebody who likes to go check out like crime scenes and stuff. What, what are they going to do? Kick a cat out of a, out of a crime scene? No. <laughs> I was thinking of athletic, but I'll take Crime Buff. Oh, athletic could be good, too. I just, I think, I, I think Crime Buff is funny. Yeah, I agree. Or has, has the potential. Yeah, did we choose anything that was tied to the same stat? No. No. Okay, cool. <laughs> or not stat, move. I don't have stats. Yeah. You build your you build your dice pool with your with your available skills. And you're rolling D fours. Good old D fours. Love it. Step three, choose a weakness. We also have our weakness picked out for us, or at least the table we can pull from in our thing. And so we can choose between uh respect and logical. Right off the bat, not taken seriously jumps out at me. Yeah, uh, respect seems like a good place to begin. Not taken seriously is probably a good one. 
Yeah, I mean, we're we're a cat. What? Yeah. What what are they gonna? What's a cat gonna do? That's what everybody says. That's what everybody says about the mystery and kids. What are what are kids gonna do? Yeah, I mean, they got the same weakness, and I think that's no. Choose a specialty. Every troop has two specialties. Specialties can be uh, roll bonuses or special versions of the player moves. Players may choose one to begin with. Big reveal. So where's the? Oh yeah, wait. Do we have? Are these specific to the class? Yes. Yeah, specialty: uh, the monster find... did it, or set a trap. Uh, the monster did it. Paranormal investigator move. When you attempt to solve the case, come up with a paranormal explanation for the crime. If the move fails, one other player can still attempt to solve the case. Take a negative two penalty into your next case. We have set a trap. Paranormal investigator move. Attempt to solve a problem. Uh, to rig a trap in any scene that you want. On a success, add the trap to your evidence, noting that what scene it was set in. You may use it in a feature in a future solve a problem role in that same scene. Hmm. I don't know which one of these would be better. I think the monster did it would lean into our lack of like being taken seriously. Yeah, especially with the plus with the minus two penalty. <laughs> yeah, taking in like if we fail. Yeah, if we fail. These are specialty. Do you have a slot for specialties? I don't. Is there a second page? What the F? What? Oh, there is a second oh, page. Oh, no, it's the... But it's not on the second page. What oh. the heck? I could have... Where? Why did I not have a, a thing for that? I don't know. Don't, um, don't ask me. I didn't make the case. I, you're supposed to keep keep my, my thing in line. Me, me in line. <laughs> uh, I don't know how much we talked while you were making this game. I didn't know about true. this game we until you were done making it. That's true. We we were not recording a podcast together anymore when this was going on. So uh, I don't know. I guess just like set it. I I don't know, man. <laughs> I I I messed up. <laughs> I I did leave a warning on the itch page that this game has not been play tested. Here's the evidence. I'll put it in. I don't even know. Um, I'll, I'll put it. But under here. the bottom line on level twenty. Oh, keyboard shortcuts for text. It's PDF editor. Hate to see it. But unfortunate. So, uh, I've been thinking about making a second edition of this using Caltrop Core now that I know that's a thing. But I think that's it for character creation this time around. It sure is, because the next thing listed is player advancement. Yeah, we're not going to do that right now. So, uh, man, I even have it set so that you can get a second specialty at a level o- at level 11. I, just, I, met, I dropped the ball on that one. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> anyway, let's see. We have nothing else to do here except name the character. Character name, Florgum. Okay. <laughs> I, I, was, I was kidding. I don't even know how to spell that. Oh, let's do Peanut. It's the first uh, name that's not taken on our list of ones from, you know, the... Uh, Tales of Zadia book. Yeah. Peanut works. And then after this, we'll finally retire this list. Just Let's just go in order. So our next cat will be Aggie, next one's Simber, next one's Cecil, next one Onyx. Okay. Unless there's anyone on here that you can think of that you see that you really want to do. We'll skip to that one next then. But in terms of our next game, let's see. I had a previous guest recommend Tunnel Goons. It honestly looks kind of small for this like i think it looks more like just a straight up one shot game but they said that it it could be more so we're gonna take their word for it 
This is Tunnel Goons by the Highland Paranormal Society. An analog adventure game for nice people. So, game structure. A referee controls and describes the world's players who... Okay, we got that. Difficulty scores, dangerous actions, examples, inventories, death, and advancement. So let's see. Every player has a score of zero or more for most of the abilities, it says. So, brute, good at smacking things, feats of strength, resisting poison, skulker, good at sneaking, aiming, balancing, or dodging, and erudite, good at reading, perception, speaking, and remembering. So, character cre Oh, here we go. We I found character creation. It's right below that. Step one, name your character. All right, next up on the list is Aggie. So, our character's name is Aggie. A-G-G-I-E, for those of you at home. Uh, I'm assuming it's not many of you, because you're probably listening to this at work. Yeah, or in the car. That's where I listen to most of my podcasts. Health points start at 10, and inventory score starts at 8. We are already down to 35 minutes. <laughs> okay, well, let's get schmoovin' sh and groovin'. Yeah, this one's really short, so it should be fine. Roll a d6 on the character tables to determine starting ability and scores. Do we want to roll a d6, or do we want to pick? Let's, let's roll. Why not? So, character tables, we have childhood, profession, and during the war. So, childhood, we have a four, smoke scrub, one S rope. That means that we get a rope, and we get one point under skulker. Profession, five. I'm sure that's going to be some crispy audio, too. Number five is a library guide. We get one in erudite, and we get a lantern. Nice. We're very good at holding the lantern, I'm sure. Absolutely. It's part of the class. It counts. And then finally... We can hold a little lantern in our in our little cat mouth. Yeah. We just can't do anything else while we're holding it. True, 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 true. Uh, and then during the war, two went underground. <laughs> we, get, we get a torch. We can carry a torch with our tail if we have a monkey's tail for any reason. True, 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 true. My... The thing I was laughing about mostly was the fact that we not only have a lantern, but also a torch. Just, just in case. Yeah. Now, here's here's the thing, though. Is this, like, an like a normal torch, or is this, like, a British torch? A.K.A. a fucking flashlight. <laughs> I'm assuming a an actual torch. Yeah. And not whatever British people think a torch is. Now, here here's the thing. Torches surely had to be made <laughs> in Britain. Before the flashlight, right? Right. <laughs> Why the change? Certainly. I don't know, man. <laughs> okay. I don't know. Maybe they just call both things a torch. I'm not British. Probably. I am definitely not British. <laughs> Wait. Did I say probably? You said probably <laughs> when I said when I said I'm not British. I don't. I don't know your heritage. But, I mean, even but if you... my ancestry is partially British, which I think it is, I'm not. Yeah, you personally are not British. I can, I can attest to that. I, I don't think we'd be good friends. You were. <laughs> I have nothing against British people. You know, some of my best friends are British. I don't know any British Mine aren't. people. <laughs> I know one British person, and it was the one we had on the show. Oh, oh yeah. Well, if you're listening, sorry. <laughs> Actually, I don't know if he was British. He's just from the UK. No. Uh. Well, yeah, sure. I, I think he's British because I remember I made the joke about being from Wales and he, he felt very upset. That's, that's not great. That's a different. I know it's a different. Like the UK. 
the UK is for technically for like a individual nations originally. Anyway. Okay. Any I don't have time for for a... Who cares about British geopolitics? They have a king still. God, get over it, you guys. It's done. Get rid of the monarchy. So additionally, each character starts with two rations, a cloak of their color choice, and an item of their choice, pending referee approval, aka GM. I can be your GM today. Okay. You can have whatever you want, including the cat gun. Why would I go with anything else? What color cloak do we want? I'm a big fan of the color teal. Teal's my favorite color. Let's do it. Okay. Teal's fine with me. Okay, so we get uh, two rations, a cloak of their color choice, and an item of their choice pending referee approval. Do we want to say that, like, every time we've done a lightning round, we've brought back Peter the Kaiju Reader for (laughs) some reason. Should this be our Peter the Kaiju Reader instead of Aggie? Absolutely. Let's let's okay. do it. And that explains our use of the cat gun. Abs- <laughs> yep, there we go. Got it in one. Okay, I think, yeah, that's it for Tunnel Goons. Let's move on to the next one before we run out of time. <laughs> yep, so let's see. What's next? You want to do Teens in Space? Let's do it. Okay, Teens in Space is another one where I, I was fairly certain I had a PDF, but I can't find it now for the life of me, so... Good luck following the JPEGs again. I'll be fine. I I know what JPEGs are. Uh, yeah, I know what I... I look like I know what a JPEG is. I just want a picture of a goddamn hot dog. <laughs> Alright, so uh, to create a character, follow the, lips, the steps listed below. First off, select your species and trope. Selecting a species. For a description of the species, refer to Appendix E, list of species on page 73. Ooh, I feel like we got a broken rule incoming. Ooh, yeah, probably. Let's see. Species. Information about the species in Teens in Space. Uh, I don't need information. I need a summary. Not that we're actually going to follow any of these, but we could try and find one similar, I guess. So we've got Abyssians, who are water-breathing humanoids. Ananos, bulky mole creatures. Benthosa, sentient bodies of water composed of the consciousness of the life forms within them. Creepy. Calcians, mechanical recreations of extinct species. That feels like a cop out. Yeah. I let, let's put a pin in it, but Okay. Uh we could have our first cyborg cat. Wait, is it our first? Yeah. We've had cats with like We've had cats with cybernetic enhancements before, but th- this might be our first android cat, because I mean technically that would normally be violating the rules, but we are on a time limit of twenty seven and a half minutes right now. So we've got Cephalon's gelatinous tentacle beings, uh Chim bird like beings, Comexians insect like beings, Cumulusarians uh cloud like species, Esperians psionics, Gregorians resurrected humanoids who value equality, Herbacians sentient plants, humans. I, I I have no context for what that might be. Informians, gelatinous spheres who poop fuel and are super nice to everyone. <laughs> Oddly specific? Yeah. Loricatorians, who are space hobbits. Mysterians, nomadic all-female mystics. Viozo, animals given human qualities and generally bad attitudes. Okay, I think we found our actual thing. Yeah. Pantheros, once worshipped as gods, now sought for their ability to create energy. Perlians, warlike humanoids who seek galactic domination, 
Hugnarian, Trixie, uh, technologically advanced shape shifters, Galarians, tiny bioorganic engineers, healers, and fuzzy hug monsters. Another potential option, I guess. Rascogs, sleeping hominids, frozen in time, reptilinae, those are lizard men, skitchlings, mouthless, gangly beings offered, often hired for covert missions, or their skills at dance, Solemnians, serious, emotionally cold humanoids, Gwillians, bipedal shrimp, Man, once the shrimp and crits one shot in uh, Teens in Space. <laughs> Thurinians, intelligent bears. <laughs> and Thragofell, diminutive, often cyborg tin tinkerers obsessed with technology. And finally, Viscosians, symbiotic gels looking for a willing host. I think we need to go with Neozo, the animals given human qualities and generally bad attitudes. So if the species... Okay, the, those of you familiar with supplements, blah, blah, blah. Where's my trope? Where's the selecting a trope? There we go. Next page. Tropes are the stock framework for your character to inhabit from the swarthy stalwart captain to the brainy overstressed engineer. We've created a set of tropes for you to choose from. These will make the character process quicker by assigning your strat dice or stat dice. Appendix F, which is on page 108. This book is longer than kids on bikes. So we've got captain, diplomat, do-gooder, dreamer, engineer. Exiled Royalty, Experiment, Explorer, Face, Flyboy, Hitchhiker, Lone Survivor, Medic, Merc, Missionary, Newbie, Profiteer, Scholar, Scoundrel, Shipborn, Soldier, Tech Wizard, and Traveling Celebrity. I think doing a Profiteer would be funny, just have like a, a little capitalist cat. Yeah, I like Profiteer. Okay. The other one that was funny is Tech Wizard, because I <laughs> listened to Neo Scum. <laughs> yeah, that, that one immediately <laughs> stuck out for the same reason. <laughs> I do think it'd be funny, though, to just have, like, this capitalist cat walking around with, like, bags of money. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. Let's do it. Let's do Profiteer. So, the Profiteer gets a D20 in brains. Wait, is that a trope? Yes, that's our trope. D20 in brains. A D12 in charm. A D10 in flight. A D8 in Grits, a D6 in Fight, and a D4 in Brawn. Once again, we are not a fighter. <laughs> no. The only thing we fight with is the free market. <laughs> Catch these hands on the stock floor and absolutely nowhere else. Being a teen, even though the game is called Teens in Space, you don't have to play as someone between 13 and 19 years old. Good. We would die very quickly if we didn't. For a species that lives... Through three to four, four thousand years, a literal fourteen-year-old may still be living in a pouch attached to a parent. I think if we're saying that we're just a cat still, or basically just a cat at the very least, we should still stick with our eighteen-year absolute maximum age. Yeah. So a teen for this would probably be around five years old. Okay, five-year-old cat walking around, got all the working machinations of capitalism. Just spewing out of its brain. Yep. Fatal Flaw is our next thing that we are picking. I feel like we are pretty close already. Your Fatal Flaw is the trait that most determines your character's fate. In ancient tragedies, the Fatal Flaw is the trait that has helped the hero succeed in life, but often, often causes them to get into trouble. Often because... Blah, blah, blah. Okay. Mechanically, when a player makes a decision with bad consequences based on their fa Fatal Flaw, the GM should award them to adversity... Okay, so we take it seriously, but it's it's like the last game, where it's not actually mechanically relevant. Gotcha. Let's see if we've got any recommendations. 
That was on page 110, I think. Like no, one, no, like the last paragraph of this, where it's like, hey, if, if another player has a fatal flaw that could make the game not fun for the rest of the people there, tell them that their character is dumb as shit. <laughs> I mean, I mean, it's to be fair, like, yeah, not a bad idea because, like, we've all had people who have been like, "Oh, my character would totally act like this in a way that is specifically designed to ruin everyone else's fun." Absolutely, I've had multiple people like that at my table for D and D. I had one person literally derail my whole D and D campaign, and then they quit. <laughs> <laughs> they quit playing. Oh, hey, there's actually, like, a list of, like, options available for, like, these specific uh, species that it gives us. So we are Neozu. Let me find Neozu on this thing, because uh, I bet it'll give us some more guidance. Oh, here we go. Neozu, page 91 for those following along at home. Neozus look like the animals from which they were created, though often with small indications of their cybernetic enhancements. Because Neozos are illegal creations, many planets have an outright, ba outright ban on their presence. Damn. So let's see. Do we have anything suggesting... Oh yeah, by the way, we have a plus one to fight. I don't know if there's a way to... Cool. Nice. What do you know? And then we have the intuitive improvement and a treasure hunter improvement. So under uh, improvements. What was it again? Intuitive and treasure hunter. This one resizes it too now sadly nice that text is so small yeah and then i see the thing is just called space backpack yeah <laughs> i was looking at that earlier and i was trying not to laugh <laughs> what's the difference between a backpack and a space backpack one's in space i guess our uh our next thing is so our fatal flaw, we don't really have a recommendation for that, but I think greed is probably a good yeah. motivator for us as a profiteer. That's, yeah, that's probably the most, like, obvious, because it's one of those, it, the description of the fatal flaw is something that yeah. gets you by in life, but also can be your downfall, which greed is a pinnacle example for not only a capitalist slash profiteer, but a lot of people in real life that you may know. So, uh, species drawback is banned in in multiple systems. <laughs> like, it, it doesn't really give us, like, a, a nice pithy thing for that, but, like, it says, because they're illegal creations, many planets have an outright ban on their presence. So, I think saying banned in multiple systems is the best way we can yeah. do that. And then, description. You want to you wanna give this cat a voice box? Like, a human, a voice box that makes them capable of human speech? Oh, absolutely. This cat is orange, chonky, and has a human voice box. <laughs> All right. It doesn't tell us where to, like, how many improvements we get, or if we get improvements. Unless it's on a later... Yeah, no. It may be later on. Number four on overview just says, assign impro uh, improvement points to your character and your cruise ship. Okay, I guess we'll get there in a minute. So we're currently working on introduce yourself following the book. So we've got name. We should name our character. This can be Aggie. I had an aunt who had a dog named Aggie once. It was short for Agatha. So I think this cat may also be a girl. Fair. Species. We've already got our species. Species-specific questions. We have the two questions to ask ourselves again. Okay. What animal do you most resemble? Cat. 
Next next question. What was your creation process like, and what is your relationship with your creator? I feel like creation process has to be like it probably wasn't pleasant having a different like set of cybernetic vocal cords installed, but also like they could have easily been trained to use them from kittenhood. So true. We could say modified at kittenhood, drained but speaking terms with creator. <laughs> you can you can take another wine. <laughs> I don't need it. Yeah, I guess you don't. <laughs> if it was gonna so resize small. it, if it was gonna resize it again, I would have. But I, that's still readable. Okay. Okay. And then we need two others, right? No, nope, those are our questions. Oh. Okay. Next, we've already got our fatal flaw. We've already picked that out. Now we need to fill our space backpack. Incredible. What items you always have with you? My credit stick. <laughs> yep. Always ready to trade. <laughs> credit stick. Fake ID. Fake ID. Okay. Like that. Or maybe not fake, but like, you know, pirated or... Business cards. Like, uh, business cards, yeah. But I'm I'm thinking like, because it's an illegal creation, it needs some kind of, you know, probably forged licenses. Got you. I, I like the idea of this cat strolling up and they're like, Hey, are you are you one of the Neozo? And it's like, no, I'm actually I can't remember what race you said it was, but the race that like infects a different organism's brain to take over them. <laughs> it's like, oh, or I'm actually there was that. one that was like android or cybernetic recreations of animals. Yeah, yeah. Be like, no, which I'm I don't even, know. I'm that bad. could still be illegal. I'm not gonna look up. I'm not gonna look up the lair for that. <laughs> the lore for that. I mean. We don't have time for that. We got ten minutes left, and I want to get through at least one more character. Yeah. So, forged licenses, credit stick, business cards. Um, I think we can move on, then, to uh, improvement points. We're going to skip crew creation, because that's a party thing. Also, skipping ship creation. Also a party thing. So, now that you've articulated your crew's dynamics a bit, it's time to give yourself some... Whoops. Uh, it's time to give yourself some improvements and your ship some more. Whoops. Uh, in Teens in Space, each character gets 10 improvement points when creating their characters. These IP will be assigned either to the character or the ship. So we could just leave it as we have it right now, I guess. Or we could spend some of them. I do have a list of recommended improvements. Right. Let's see what we got. I'd say we could spend a couple. Just so you know, uh, Aniozo's last name is almost always the name of the species of animal from which they were created. <laughs> So this will be an Aggie cat. So this is Aggie cat. <laughs> so we, our our recommended improvements are blaster master, cyberware hacker, escape artist, hotshot pilot, troublemaker, saboteur, or stealthy. Troublemaker, obviously. Troublemaker. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, that studio made the Spy Kids movies. <laughs> Let's see. You want to take one more? Uh, yeah, sure. Uh, blaster master, cyberware hacker, escape artist, hotshot pilot, troublemaker. I already picked that one. Saboteur or stealthy. Mm. What if this cat also had like some hacker? I was just thinking. Into I was it? just <laughs> thinking about hacking because it's like <laughs> they see a greedy corporation. And they're like, ah, they're they're taking too much. I gotta I gotta knock them down a bit. Let me just <laughs> siphon some of their funds, send it to an offshore account. <laughs> Pick that up myself on the way back through the system. What's the name for that one again? Is it just hacker? Cyberware hacker. Cyberware. 
And we can find the costs for each of those on Appendix G, which is page 115. You just flip to that real quick in my total... Yeah, okay, so for for Cyberware Hacker, it costs one point per level. Uh, So we're already down to nine for taking one. Okay. And then Troublemaker, where is that? Ah, last page, of course. Also costs one, so eight. And then the other two we got were freebies, I think, so... Yeah, I think they just come with the class. And after that, we're, we've got ship stuff, relationships, and that's it. <laughs> we've got six and a half minutes to go. Let's see, what can we do in that time? To maximize our time, I think we've got two here that do not have character sheets, so I am assuming character creation in them is just that fast, and those are bullet and defense engineers. Incidentally, I also made defense engineers. Let's start with Bullet, though. Spread some love around to, uh, uh, but, uh, I, I never know how to pronounce that, but it's Rathay Bacter, I think. Wrath for short. I like the art on this. I, I, I don't really know what's going on yeah. in the cover art, but it, it looks cool. It's like a weird Wild West kind of deal. Yeah, he's got like a cyber mask and holographic bullets floating over his head. Yeah. I think. Our whole deal is we just pick one of these, I forget, there was a thing up here explaining more, but I don't remember where it was. I read through this real quick, just so I made sure I understood it. But anyway, we get the, let's just go through the classes and, because it, it kind of explains what to do. Okay. Like, on the classes. So we have Hunter, Marauder, uh, Trickster, or Wanderer, and those are our options. The on the Wanderer. <laughs> Don't want, anyways. Um, All right. Well, our decision's been made. Okay. Cool. <laughs> You're an omen preceded by hushed whispers and followed by strange tales. When you arrive somewhere, everything stops as people wait to see what you do. And sometimes, every so often, someone is brave enough to ask for your help. Your gun is a warped angular handgun, aka the cat the gun. Cat gun, baby. We got it twice in one episode. <laughs> Yeah, this one is not Peter the Kaiju Reader. Yeah, though. no, he's... we have a different. We have a different Lone Wanderer. We cannot make uh, we cannot make Peter the cow, cow <laughs> We cannot make Peter the Kaiju Reader a cowboy again. <laughs> yeah, no, he's he, he's got his own multiverse. Yeah, we're actually in early production stages of the Peter the Kaiju Reader movie across <laughs> across the Kaiju verse. So this cat's name is Simber, obviously. Yes. Simber is, I think, I think a pretty good name for... Yeah, it's not too bad. And then we choose three things from this list or make our own. So we got Case with Four Vials of Poison, Religious Book, Annotated. I, I think we're breaking a rule here. I think we're supposed to be a human or something humanoid. Probably, yeah. Just for the record. Lizard-Headed Walking Stick, Carefully Preserved Box of Candy Bars, eight of which... Human hand preserved in amber, uh, surgical implements, slim notebook and pen, or cut resistant gray robes. I like the gray robes. I was about to say, yeah. I like the vials of poison. (laughs) Vials of poison, okay. And I kind of like the human hand preserved in amber. (laughs) (laughs) You also begin with one bullet on your person. You used to have more. Why did you use them to kill? Who did you use them to kill? And why do you still mourn them? Let's see. We can just say, like, we killed... Our father. I don't know. No, we killed whoever the hand belonged to. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. They took care of us for a time, and that's why we mourn them. And that's Bullet. <laughs> that is Bullet. We did it. 
We got a minute and a half left. You want to try and get through defense engineers? All right, let's do it. All right, real quick, everyone. We have three stats. We have our God-given brawn, brain, and ability to build. We have three numbers, one, two, and three. We assign one number to each stat. Do we have a three in brawn, brain, or build? Brawn. Let's make this one strong. We haven't had a strong one yet. Okay, so this one's quick. The only thing that we do alone is decide our stats, I think. Okay, so brawn, we have a three. Brain, do we want to put that as a one or two? Uh, one. This cat's dumb. Got it. And then build is two. Okay. And we made it through defense. Okay, engineers. is that it? <laughs> is that, that's all you I pick? Think, one moment. I I want to be sure about this, but I think everything else is decided as a party. Oh, hold on. We need a name. Cecil. There we go. Got it. Yep. This is Cecil. Just put it. Down. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Quick. Two. Got it. One. It's done. Time's up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised we made it through that okay. last one. I thought it was going to be a bit longer. <laughs> All right. I mean, there were some questions that we were supposed to answer, but they are, the, like it says here, the answers to these questions have no per- mechanical purpose. They just exist to help you get into character. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. You can get into character with your party. Yeah. You can do that on your own time. Incredible. <laughs> what, what an episode. <laughs> what an episode indeed. Now, as you have already heard, we put the break somewhere in the middle of this mess. Yes. Uh, we or we put a break somewhere in the middle of this mess. So we don't have to tell you everything here at the end because we're going to record. We record. We have. We are going to record that closer to the time than the announcements might be relevant. Yes. Because we realize that announcing things like a month in advance <laughs> plans change. Yeah, Austin can basically never give you an accurate Twitch schedule. <laughs> Absolutely not. I haven't even streamed in, like, two weeks at this point. I've been so busy. <laughs> Happens sometimes. But that just means that you have to give us a cat pun. Oh, oh man, I haven't even had time to think about this. Um, don't don't litter. <laughs> that's, that's helpful advice, <laughs> and it's cat-related. <laughs> sort of, I sort guess. Of. Get your cat spayed. <laughs> Yeah, I'll do a Bob Barker on this one. Don't forget to get your pets spayed and neutered. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Thank you for, <laughs> for listening. Hope you guys... This has been our third lightning round. <laughs> Hope you guys had as much fun listening as we did recording, because my God. <laughs>